Hey guys, it's me. Not that you were expecting anyone else. Anyways, Gaming After College has a sponsor. I know, right? We're getting with the times. It's pretty exciting. Anyways, our sponsor of today's episode is Anchor. Anchor is a brand new service that lets you make podcasts, and they make it very easy to do so. All you need to do to make a podcast is right there on their app and right there on their website. On top of that, they handle automatic distribution of your podcast to various different platforms. So you don't have to do anything with RSS feeds. And then they look for sponsorships for your podcast with absolutely no minimum amount of listenership, which is great for me because I think I only have five of you guys out there listening to my beautiful voice and uh, keep going. Thanks, guys. The best part about Anchor, it's absolutely 100% free. So what are you waiting for? Go and try it out. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, guys, let's get back to the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gaming After College, the only podcast that helps you manage your gaming time and your busy life. This is your host, Manny, speaking. Today, we will be talking about the latest Mario adventure, Super Mario Odyssey. Let's get started. So before I actually get started, I'm going to make a quick difference here. I said Super Mario Adventure, not Super Super Smash Brothers, and not Super Mario Party. Those two games actually came out in December 2018, and I'm actually going to be talking about the latest solo Mario Adventure, which is Super Mario Odyssey, which came out in November of 2017. I know this review is a little late. I didn't get a Switch until 2018. I think. No, no, no. I didn't get a switch until... No, I'm messing this up. I'm messing this up royally, actually. Hold on one sec. So I didn't get a switch until around April or July, I'm not sure, of 2017. And I actually did not pick up Super Mario Odyssey at launch. I actually picked it up later on and think of March of this year of 2018. So I did. I picked it up. A friend of mine gave me a, an early birthday gift. It was great. And uh, it, it was just a gift card, and I used that to buy Super Mario Odyssey. I was really happy. It was on sale. Great. So this episode might be a little short. I don't have any news to report this week, but I will. Um, and that's because, again, I pre-record these episodes now uh, basically to free up some time so I can focus on, on my other podcast, which is Don't Get Hacked, and uh, just so I can focus on some other stuff. So anyways, without further ado, let's get started with Super Mario Odyssey, the review. Gotta relax. This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. Hmm. Human music. I like it. Okay, so what is Super Mario Odyssey about? So Super Mario Odyssey is essentially your classic Mario game. It's the story of Mario who is in love with Princess Peach, and Princess Peach gets kidnapped again by Bowser. Uh, Mario does not believe in death, and he is just like Batman, so he isn't gonna kill anyone. So again, Bowser over here kidnaps Princess Peach because he's got some sort of obsession, and it's up to Mario to get her back and rescue her. And this is done by Mario, and uh, very small spoilers on the storyline, and this is done by Mario getting help from a ghost who's kind of like a forgetting what this what the what it what, what he's like a hat ghost it was some, some weird little creature kind of cute um and essentially he turns into mario's hat 
and Mario can throw his hat around and attack enemies with his hat. But probably the most interesting feature of Super Mario Odyssey, which you'll find in the trailers, is that Mario can possess things. So for example, there's a Goomba coming your way and you throw the hat on the Goomba, the ghost actually possesses the Goomba. So now you see the little Goomba with a little mustache and a hat and you can control the Goomba because now you're Mario, you're Mario controlling the Goomba. And this sort of thing happens with almost every enemy you encounter and it is absolutely fantastic because you can control um, like frogs, Goombas, other little creatures, and it's a lot of fun. It, it, it adds a new uh, a new twist to the game instead of your usual just jump and smash. And as for the gameplay of this game, actually, a little bit more on the story. Essentially, not only did Bowser kidnap Princess Peach, but Bowser is also planning the wedding of a lifetime, as it would seem. Um, during the game, you go to different kingdoms. So kingdoms are just like, you know, the different, you know, 1-1, 2-1, 3-1, until you get to 8. Um, are there 8 kingdoms? I actually don't know. Hmm, I should go back. But anyways, and in each kingdom, they're famous for something. So for example, you go to a kingdom that's famous for a dress. You go to a kingdom that's famous for their food. Then you go to a kingdom that's famous for their flowers or whatever. And it turns out that Bowser, you're, you're hot on, on Bowser's tail and Bowser's stealing everything. He steals a very famous wedding dress. He steals a very some very famous food. He essentially is building the perfect wedding. He's putting so much thought into this kidnapping. Like when I was playing this game, I almost didn't want to beat Bowser because Bowser's over here planning the wedding of a lifetime. And, you know, Princess Peach is like, you know, Mario, you know, so anyways. Um, so did I feel bad for Bowser? Eh, a little, mainly because he's putting all this work for a woman who doesn't want him. But then again, I mean, he's kind of forcing himself. But anyways, I, let, 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 let's keep it PG here. This isn't one of those shows. It's just about video games. So in the game, Bowser's planning this wedding. Princess Peach doesn't want it. And as you're going through every world, following Bowser in his footsteps, literally, because you actually see his footsteps when you get to these other kingdoms, you'll see them on the floor. Um, it's up to you to fix what he did wrong to the kingdom and then move on to the next kingdom. And you do this by going on an airship. And on the airship is owned by the ghost, I believe, and uh, the, the hat ghost or whatever. Um, and you do this by collecting power moons. So this is where this is a, actually a perfect segue to get into the main gameplay of this game. And so for those of you who've played Super Mario 64, it's basically that. So in Super Mario 64, Mario gets invited by Princess Peach, go over to the kingdom and have some cake. When he gets there, Princess Peach ain't there anymore. And it turns out she was kidnapped by, you know, by Bowser. And Mario's got to go through the castle to find her. And in the castle, Princess Peach's castle, there are different locks on these doors that, you know, you need X amount of stars to get in, which are like power stars, right? You know, those yellow stars that you see with the little eyes on them. And you do this by jumping into paintings. And in the paintings, it's like a different world with different stars in them. So like one world may have five stars that you can collect and you do the collection by um, by completing certain tasks and certain and certain like mini games and just, you know, following through. You, you defeat a big boss, you get a star. You help this penguin find her kid, you get a star. Um, you play a little mini game with a slide, you get a star. And essentially in Super Mario Odyssey, it's the same thing. Each kingdom has a ton of power moons, right? And the power moons power the airship. 
So you can't actually go forward to the next part of the game until you get X amount of power moons. And these power moons are hidden all around the, the kingdom. The kingdom is very open world. Um, each kingdom has different sizes. So like some kingdoms are gigantic compared to other kingdoms. So some kingdoms are like the size of a fraction of the other ones. And in each kingdom, there are different puzzles you complete and different really, really nice, fun puzzles that you have to do and fights you have to do um, to get to, to get the power moons. And once you get enough, you advance to the next section, then you advance to the next section, and you just keep going on and on and on until eventually you catch up to Bowser. And going back to the Super Mario 64 reference or similarity, the health is actually pretty interesting too. So in Super Mario 64, you had a wheel of your health that, that was basically green, yellow, and then red. And you could only get hit like four or five times or whatever. Super Mario Odyssey follows the same way. Super Mario Odyssey, you have three hits. You get hit three times, you're out. Um, sometimes you can pick up like a special heart to heal yourself. And sometimes you'll, you can pick up an even special heart, an even more special heart to get three more additional points, totaling the six hit points. However, here's the thing. You actually don't die in Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey completely got rid of the life mechanic. And the life mechanic was, you know, obviously it's classic Mario. You run out of lives, it's game over. You start from the beginning or from your last save or whatever. However, as long as you keep collecting coins, you can potentially never die or get a game over in Super Mario Odyssey. Whenever you do die where you run out of health in Super Mario Odyssey, you actually just lose like 15 coins or something. And then you start back where you last were. And it's actually pretty convenient. Um, it's less brutal. Um, I know that whenever I used to play old school Mario games, losing was the most horrible feeling because that means you have to start in the beginning sometimes. But luckily for this game, especially for newcomers of the Switch, Nintendo, Super Mario, they got rid of that. Now, diehard fans of Super Mario may not like this. And granted, when I first saw it, I thought it was a kid move. I'm like, really? You can never die? Come on. But not worrying about dying or not or getting a game over actually makes the game even funner because it encourages you to try new new and different approaches to puzzles. Um, and if you die, you die. You know, you just come back. Uh, where are ways if you, they had just gotten the regular uh, life system, you may not even think to try certain things. What, what even makes it uh, just a little bit more fun is that after you beat the game, you unlock all these other puzzles and all the uh, all these other power moons that you didn't have access during the actual game. And that was because of, you know, some some unlockable you didn't get until you beat the game. So you get a whole bunch of other things you can do and still you don't have to worry about lives. Another thing you can do with Mario in this game is dress him up, which I thought was actually pretty hilarious. In each kingdom, there's like a store and you can use your coins to pay for things. And each kingdom has like their own special purple coins, like, you know, the, the very famous thing that they do in, in Mario games. It's usually like a red or a purple coin that you collect. And you can use these coins to pay for other clothes as well. So there's like a suit Mario, there's a Mario with his t-shirt and just boxers, not boxers, a swim trunks on. There's Mario with a suit. There's Mario as an adventurer. It is probably one of my favorite parts of the game because it's really cute that you're playing Mario and you're being all crazy with all these moves. And yet he's like wearing, you know, a Mexican sombrero, you know, and it, it, it's hilarious in my opinion. So I'm telling you the storyline. I'm telling you what it's about and I'm telling you that it's a lot of fun and it's just like Super Mario 64. 
But what I'm not telling you is how long to beat this game. That is, again, the number one question, the number one purpose of this podcast. How long does it take to beat this game? So the main story, it's pretty, it's pretty, pretty small. It, it takes you about 12 hours. So 12 hours to basically speed run the game. Boom, you're done. You get you 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 save you, you save uh, Princess Peach, you stop the wedding, you're good. Now if you want to do the main plus some extras, as in unlock all the uh, all the costumes for Mario and you know everything like that, you're looking at around 26 hours. And then if you want to get all the unlockables and get all the power moons, you're looking at about 58 and a half hours. And that's that's a, that's a lot of time actually. And for me, it took me around 26 hours to beat this game. I actually took my time on some of the kingdoms. I got most of the power moons in some of the kingdoms. But once I beat the game, I thought, you know what? This game's a lot of fun, but I don't see myself playing it again. So I just, you know, shelved it pretty much. However, it's a lot of fun. So if you have kids or if you're just a huge Mario fan, you should you should definitely pick this up. It does not take that long to play. And if you're playing the Switch on on your way home from work, you know, it's a great it's a great way to keep your mind off of the commute. Um, now going to how much is this game? So Super Mario Odyssey, you can pick it up on Amazon and you can pick it up every, anywhere, really. And it's going to cost you around $42. That is actually pretty, pretty cheap, in my opinion, because $42 for a brand new game. Yes, it came out in 2017, but it's $40 that, that that's pretty great. And it's one of the best selling games of the Nintendo switch and the Nintendo switch right now, the switch is actually one of the best selling consoles out at the moment. And I bought it online at the Nintendo store. So it was super easy to use. It was great. And, uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. So as I predicted, this episode is actually really short and that's probably by design. That's basically because Super Mario Odyssey is not a long game. It's not one of those games that I sit for hours and hours and hours to play. It's a game where I can finish in a week if I really, really wanted to, or maybe two weeks. And it took me about a month to finish the game, and that's because I was really busy with work and all this other stuff. Um, but I did finish it, and it was a blast. I had a lot of fun, and it really brought me back to my childhood. And I believe that is why anyone still buys Mario games. They're a lot of fun. They're in, 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 ingenious and creative, and it brings us back to our childhood. So for those of you who are looking for a good standalone Mario game that isn't a side-scroller game, this game's for you. And I think with that, I am done with this week's episode. As always, if you have any uh, any sort of comments or concerns or suggestions, really, about you know games I could play, games I can look at for you, or you just want to ping my thoughts. I would love to have a question section of, uh, of my episodes. I would love to do that so much. Please send me an email at gamingaftercollege at gmail.com. And you can always reach me at GAC underscore podcast on Twitter. That is actually on my phone. It's on my personal phone. So anything I get from there, I will definitely hear about and I definitely will know about it. And uh, yeah, um, I think that's about it, guys. Um, Thank you for thank you for calling in. <laughs> thank you for tuning in to Gaming After College. And as always, this is your host, Manny. Mm-hmm.